Hey, welcome back to another episode of the Rula 2 Podcast, a podcast where we talk about anything and everything Star Wars. I'm your host, Aaron Richland, and with me is my celebration partner in crime, Sean Ritter. What's up, buddy? What's up, dude? Day two, celebration. Day two. We're, today we will be talking to you about our second day at Star Wars Celebration in Chicago, and what a day. Like, it, today was, it felt a lot longer than yesterday. Right, like, uh, I, and I and, and not today in the literal sense because by the time you listen to this, it won't be today anymore. Um, I think podcast listeners might understand that this was recorded <laughs> in the past. This was Saturday for us because we didn't go it to all Saturday. the days of the oh yeah, that's a good point convention, right? So this was Saturday. Um, first thing we did uh, was immediately get in line for the exhibitor hall, which yeah. you got there earlier. Than I, I got did. there super I was, early, uh, so slacking. <laughs> <laughs> a little bit but so yesterday uh one thing that we didn't talk about in the last episode is that uh amongst the exhibitors was uh i believe it was dk publishing and uh they had uh they had a copy of master and apprentice which does not come on sale until april 16th today is the 13th yesterday was the 12th everybody knows matt yeah <laughs> and so you know it comes out in the future and uh, I, I asked them, I said, D- can I buy a copy of this? And it's a different cover than what was there before. It was supposedly a Celebration exclusive uh, cover art for the book. Exactly. So we had to... And Master, so- real quick, Master and Apprentice is the novel about Qui-Gon Jinn uh, and Obi-Wan mm-hmm. and how they kind of... Uh, the, the beginning to Pre-episode their... one. Right, pre-episode one, yes. And I believe it's written by Claudia Gray. I could be wrong. I think, I, think, sure I, think, I think you're right. So I asked if I could buy it. They said that it's something where you had to get a, a wristband to get, and you would get that in the morning and come back and get it later uh, because they only had an X amount of wristbands. Right. And X amount of books to give away. Right? And X amount of books, exactly. So I asked about how to do that, and we had to get it there kind of first thing in the morning. So I got up this morning super early. I, I mean, not super early, like 6.30. And Pretty early, you man. you slept a little bit longer. I showered, and then I left. So I got to the convention about 7.30. Right. And I, did I didn't get there until closer to nine thirty. Nine, yeah, it was like between nine thirty and nine forty-five. And you were basically right at the front of the line. I was pretty not, but pretty much. I was. You there were was at a lot the of people. Like I, I have a picture the that entrance, I took. Pretty much. Correct. Relative one of to the, the rest of the one of the entrances. Yes, right. yes. There's a couple. So entrances. relative to what you saw, I was in the front point one percent. Of the line because that line apparently was this huge. line was unreal. I walked in the building. Every they were directing us upstairs immediately to the second level. Didn't have a choice, and I get up there and there's just it's like packed almost wall to wall with people. Definitely and it's thousands like sectioned, of people in this line. Sectioned off, yeah. And I walk up and they're like behind like yellow tape. And I walk up to these people. And I'm like, oh, what are you guys waiting in line for? I'm like, oh, we're waiting in line to get into the exhibitor hall. And I'm like, you've got to be fucking kidding me. Are you shitting me? Because Exhibit Hall didn't open up until 10. It doesn't open until 10, but you get, can get into the building at, I think, 8. Or no, you could. Because you got back, in at 7.30. Real quick. You're right. It opened at 10. I thought it opened at 9. So I'm like, 7.30, I only have to wait an hour and a half. Not that big of a deal. We'll have a buffer between the time it opens to the time that we had to go to our first panel. Nope. It opens at 10. Wrong. <laughs> so I waited an extra hour. had a lot less time. So I was, I was stressing out. I was stressing out. But you're probably lucky. Uh, that you thought it was at nine, yeah. Otherwise, otherwise you probably would have gotten <laughs> there later, there and later. you would have gotten. Fu- so we'll, we'll building up to that. But so I walk in, this line wrapped around the entire building. It was ridiculous, and I, and uh, at one point they were ushering people into another room so that they could form another queue to wrap people around because it was getting so ridiculous. And they're like, "Are you going to the exhibitor hall?" And I'm like, "Yeah, why?" And they're like, okay, go in there. And I walk in there and I realize what they're doing. I'm like, yeah, fuck this. I'm not doing that. <laughs> so I walk out and she's like, are you going, to, aren't you going to the exhibit? I'm like, no, no, I'm just, I'm trying to get uh, uh, to something else. And they're like, okay, we'll go this way. <laughs> so I just asked for specifics. Like, what would you <laughs> yeah. have said? Like, oh, what's like, no, what's no, it? I'm going to, uh, well, actually. Well, I told you to say a store, right? Well, uh, actually it wasn't, it was somebody, some girl in front of me said something and I was like, oh yeah, yeah, I'm with her. <laughs> and so I just walked past, bypassed the entire line, found you, and then jumped right in. Uh, so thanks for that, because I no only problem. really had to wait for you like a couple 30 hours minutes. extra sleep, which is great. You need it because you're you're driving tomorrow. So 
Yeah, I'll man. be sleeping in the car. No, I won't be because we're gonna be watching something no, else. No, you won't be. Uh, so, uh, the reason I did that is because I want to get the the, uh, the book, the book, the bracelet for the, the bracelet book. to get the book. Yeah. So, man, and we're literally in the middle of the main entrance, right? Like there's this big thing that says exhibitor hall, and we're right dead smack in the middle of that. For some reason, that's not the beginning of the line. And I was told that the front of the line was actually relatively further up. Right, mm-hmm. and I have a like a picture that shows how many people were up there. I was like, "Oh man, this sucks." There's a lot of people up there. I'm not gonna get this ticket. And they were saying that they were gonna make let them go in first, and then kind of weave their way back. So it might be a couple minutes until we were able to get in. Yeah. It was 9:51 by the time people started bum rushing in, like bum rushing, like literally the, everybody. We just like I wish flipped, I was recording this. We flipped up up the 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 yellow tape. It was like and Black everyone Friday. started just. Sprinting to stuff, there including was somebody filming us, including you. Line. I did not. I was like, eh, I, don't, I had to. Dude. Walk. I knew I had. Oh no, to. I know you. But you went kind of uh, the I the wrong way. And I asked you like three times. Like, so it's, I told so you exactly like, where it was. I know, too. but I know. But and I, line, I went that round, but we were wrong. It was actually the next level deep, right? No, it was the level I told no, you. You just dude. didn't understand maybe what I was telling because I knew oh, exactly where to go. Either way. But even that was the wrong route to go, right? So, like, I went way further than I should. I went out and around, essentially, instead of the most optimal route. And it Well, was you didn't know the line was going to cut back true. towards the other So, by entrance. the time I got there, there was probably 100 people already in line. Maybe. Because they they opened up the other side where people hadn't been The other side of the exhibitor up. hall. The, the other side of the exhibitor hall where other people were not lining up since six in the morning you know yeah so i was there since 7 30 in the morning and these other people who weren't waiting that long i mean maybe it was like 8 30 whatever but they weren't waiting as long and i was legitimately pissed thinking that i was not going to get this fucking bracelet because i knew that they only had a limited amount and uh so by the time you got back you saw how long the line was and was how far back you, i was and i was very i was very mad luckily DK Publishing has their shit together, and they they really move that line like quickly. That they, line, that line, they like flew, man. They did yeah. it by like chunks. They're like, you go there, you go there, you go to this person, and like it was in like chunks of like six people at a time. And th- yeah. we flew through. I got the bracelet later on in the day. I got the the book, Picked so I have book. a special edition version of Master and Apprentice. Uh, I can't wait to fucking start reading that, Super and we will cool, definitely man. have a Holocron data dump. Uh, you know about that th- at least. Three days earlier than we would have, because I have the book three days earlier than I would have had. So, it's, so it's gonna be and and so you ran off to to get the book to stand in line for the book. I went somewhere else. Actually, before we get to that, what else did you get uh, with your book purchase? Oh yeah, that was a surprise, to be sure, but a welcome one. <laughs> but <laughs> so first of all, there was like pins, like like little collectible pins everywhere. Yes. Like that was and a big thing, right? And people we like were trading pins, pins, and we kind of like, forgot. I not really forgot. It was just kind of in the back of our mind to hand out our yeah. black cast pens. Yeah. Which, sorry, Jeremy, they were still amazingly dope. They're and still I can't amazing. Wait to give them out. But these pins were like they were like metal. They were like collectible pins, and they were everywhere. People were trading them and all kinds of stuff, right? Yes. So aside so, from you buying, we the get a book, bag. The bag has Yoda on it, which is kind of cool. I'll still probably throw it away. <laughs> but inside of the bag was the book, and it's a special edition cover. Uh, and and you know I. I open that up and we're looking at it and I look back into the bag and there's something else. And it's this very cool pin of Obi-Wan and Qui-Gon Jinn. So Obi-Wan and Qui-Gon are both silver, like fully silver. Mm -hmm. And they're holding their lightsabers and their lightsabers are the, their respective colors, green for uh, Qui-Gon and blue for Obi-Wan. And it was super cool pin. It was awesome. And my favorite pin that I've seen and, and that you got got at the the, the celebration. I'm, 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 I'm super jealous uh, that you got that. It was really cool. Uh, so while you were running off to get into that line, I went to go try to get a uh, fast pass uh, for us later to come back and do something called Vader Immortal, which is a VR uh, c- series about Darth Vader. Don't really know that much about it. Um, I, it's essentially a cross between a game and an actual storyline that you get to interact with that you experience I, in VR. So, and they had booths where you could go in and, and, and demo this thing. We didn't end up getting to do it. The line was a little long. but Well, I mean, and it kind of makes sense. The line was apparently very long because you go in and 
I mean, they're not just going to let you do that for like two minutes and leave. You, they want no. They Each want person's in there for an extended it, right? period of time. They're in there time, for a little right? bit of time. Uh, so I believe this is. I could be wrong. This may not be even remotely related, but I think it's similar to the VR experience that they have at uh, Downtown Disney. I think in Orlando. I thought they were related. They may not be, but I did see something where apparently they have some well-known actors and actresses in this uh, that do voice work and stuff for Vader and Mortal. Cool. Um, the only one I actually remember was Maya Rudolph from um, SNL. She's like really I funny. I don't really watch SNL. Oh, she's pretty funny. And I just thought that was kind of odd and strange, but kind of awesome because she's funny. So I hope I don't cut our fan base down by saying I don't really watch SNL. <laughs> Dude, nobody fucking watches us anymore we talk about i've watched like two clips every other week that's fair that's fair uh so we didn't actually end up getting to do the little vr thing which i'm i'm fun about yeah it's disappointing but there's so much stuff to do man so there's only so many lines you can wait in and we were only there that for was two the, days uh, and all the, the other lines. name that they were going to give celebration it's just star wars lines. line con yeah line. star wars lines <laughs> <laughs> uh but we did get uh some cool posters uh, yes uh, vader immortal mm-hmm. yes sweet. luckily i mean we just yeah. walked by and we're like hey can we get one of those and they're like yeah <laughs> so uh that was that um and then we i think we also waited in line to get a couple of uh oh unique t-shirts. Uh, exclusive t-shirts um yeah. which I got, one was the one you got i got one it says stars and it's uh it's got boba fett on it and it's got celebration 2019 chicago on the sleeve and it's like all black and uh it was very uh, red cool. i couldn't decide between that one or the one well i could decide because i did decide you did <laughs> uh, but it was hard for me to decide between that one and the one i did end up getting which was a dark side kind of variant of that where it was uh there's a bunch of different bunch villains of, like, instead of just grievous the, vader yeah. dooku kylo you know canon movie villains right. nobody else but they were like celebrations exclusive yeah. cause, exclusive because they called out like on that. the shirt that it's like uh celebration 2019 and they're pretty good quality Super too cool. yeah yeah they're nice i'm happy that we uh that we got a hold of some of those and we were nervous of whether or not we could do that right because we had a very limited time we were running because, out of time again it opened at 10 and i did that the the book thing you did the very immortal then we waited in line and that line took a little bit longer than i was hoping it would to get the shirts because i yeah. thought it was gonna eat into our time for what we had planned at 11 o'clock which was the big panel of saturday which was galaxy's edge again i'm surprised that was the big panel on saturday but i thought it would be something else we'll get to that but uh it was a great panel and they talked about a lot of cool stuff and i don't know about you but i got choked up a little a couple times because just imagining like everything that they're doing the amount of immense detail they're going into uh uh with with this park is is absolutely insane and and honestly we don't have this planned but we could probably do a whole entire episode about like what what we, what we heard about um some of the things that stood out to me we've already talked about this a little bit but there's going to be two major experiences smugglers run where you get to uh, pilot the falcon um something super cool about that that i didn't know is one they have created a extremely lifelike animatronic of Hondo Anaka. And this is like the time period where uh, Hondo actually owns the Millennium Falcon. And he is has recruited you to go on smuggling runs for him. Hence the name. Smugglers Hence the run. name Smugglers Run. And they even got Jim Cummings, the original voice of Hondo Anaka, and the original voice of a million different things in, in the world of animation. They got him to do all the voice work, so it, it literally it they were showing just like, videos you know, of it from uh, from Clone Wars, Clone Wars, and then Rebels. Um, the video they showed of it, I really couldn't tell if for a minute whether it was someone in a costume or whether it was an animatronic. The, the it's animatronic, it's just amazing. That they came up with for this are insane. Insane. Like, there, there was some movement in the mouth, but like everything else. Was, it was so fluid. Was so fluid. The way they moved crazy. their arms and fingers, it wasn't like a robotic movement. Like it, it was. It's. 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 They're absolutely incredible. The Imagineers at Disney are. They. They have their shit together, and they know what they're doing. And clearly, they are clearly, clearly taking what they've done in the past, which has been great, and just blowing us, like blowing ex- expectations out of the water. Out of the water, and it sounds like we 
have no we are not ready for what we're well, what's about to happen with 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 I galaxy's we edge we know it's going to be amazing we keep hearing it's going to be great it's going to be great but i think once we actually get there it's we're not going to be able to handle it out, and we know that from this because of the host yeah. of the uh panel which was a surprise was josh gad which is kind of cool yeah so they actually started the panel with a video with josh gad uh, not being able to get into Galaxy's Edge, and it was it was a pretty funny, uh, you know, humorous skit. And uh, between I just, him and 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 Scott, um, oh, it's a it's a challenging last name. Oh my I gosh, I can't remember. I uh, can't remember his name. Anyway, either. Uh, uh, but he's essentially the head, uh, the head honcho behind this whole entire park experience. Yeah, and and so they were in it, and you know he wasn't able to get in. Josh Gad wasn't able to get into the the park, and I just thought. I honestly just thought it's that was like a cool a, thing, right. just having him there. It's like a funny little like gonna... video skit, right? Yeah. And it turns out that he then came on stage and as the guest host. surprise host uh, of the panel, and that was awesome. Which is super cool, and he kept saying, and and those of you who know jo- who Josh Gad is, you know he's a super huge Star Wars fan, and he was clearly just excited about this as all the rest of us were. Uh, so anyway, uh, back to Smuggler's Run. So you got Hondo Anaka, and then uh, another thing that I thought was super cool is that so you go in. We know that you're going to be able to pilot. You're going to be do all these different things. You're going to go on these missions, and you can mess the ship up. You can you can damage it if you steer into an asteroid on accident. If you get hit by blaster bolts and you're not able to evade them, the ship's going to get damaged and literally damaged in the literal sense. They were telling us that when you leave the cockpit and if you've not had a good run and you've damaged the ship, when you walk out into the hallways, and this is, and it's not just going to be the cockpit, it's the full entire Millennium Falcon. No, no, no. The, so I think... That's something different. That's, that is something different. So that, However, but when you walk out, they were saying there... There's still the hallway. walk through the I hallways. I imagine it's the hallway going into the thing that moves Okay, does all that, the stuff, that, right? that makes sense. And then... But either way, walking out into the hallway, if you have a good run, the hallway will be nice and clean and, and, and it'll be functioning. But if you run into a bunch of asteroids and you fuck the ship up, there will be lights that will be broken, panels that will have been popped out, sparks that are going to be flying and stuff. I'm like, this is and, insane. And Hondo, and then Hondo will, will Yeah, Hondo will react differently <laughs> depending on your mission that you've done. That, so, it, it just that means alone that you have to do mind. it. Uh, you you have to strategically go through Smuggler's Run and do different things every time you do it because you're going to get a different outcome. And there's so many different roles to play too. There's six different people in the cockpit, pilot, co-pilot, two engineers, two gunners. Like you, the experience is different every time, right? So it's going to be something you're going to do multiple times. Aside from that, they do have a fully, a full-sized Millennium Falcon. You well, can walk we forgot about the the, the big the entire thing, but how the fact that I mean, it's kind of, you know, like, do you really want to go on Smuggler's Run? Because if you destroy the ship, they actually blow you up and you die. So, like, it, it that was that was a surprise. But it's something that I think, you know, really, really shows the gravity of the situation. Yeah, yeah. I think it's not sad. Obviously. Uh, so they did build an actual Millennium Falcon. Full yes, size. Full and size. you can walk through every corridor, everything. It's exactly like you would imagine the Millennium Falcon was from all the movies. Yeah, because they, they showed on cry stage. Like a little girl, man. So they showed on stage the different types of Millennium Falcons that have been built because they build different sets for different purposes, right? And, and they, they don't they don't really ever build. I don't, don't want to say ever, but they don't generally build a full. Actually, Millennium Falcon, I think right? that they said the first time they ever built a full one was for so one of these newer like movies. The, uh, I believe it was The Force Awakens. It might have been that. The Force Awakens or The Last Jedi. One of those two was the first time they ever actually built a full one. Yeah. So and, and that makes sense because you, you don't need the full thing. No, no, no. You, you just need parts of it. Yeah. And so the fact that they, you know, built a full thing for this for us to walk through and to literally see every aspect of everything in the Millennium Falcon. You know, I'm gonna cry like a little girl, man. Yeah, it's gonna I be a so. super emotional experience. So there's that. Um, the a uh, couple. I don't. I don't want to like. We could talk forever about uh, the, how great this park is going to be, but a couple of other things that they, they kept – one of the things that they talked about the most is 
detail and authenticity and how much detail they're putting into this thing to every little tiny thing that's hanging on the wall of a cantina that you see why they wanted everything to be authentic down down to the most minor minute details that most people wouldn't even notice that to me is just is super important um, and, it's and very I think exciting. they illustrated that a little bit um in the fact that they so like nine nub for example right I was uh, yeah I was getting to that yeah so so they they had they discussed who the the voice actor was of Nine Nub in Return of the Jedi it was a student in San Francisco that I, I can't remember he was from was Kenya name. he was from Kenya after he graduated he went back to Kenya and he's been there living his life who knows just yeah. doing I mean I don't know what he's been doing since then uh, and they actually tracked him down probably looked him up on Facebook or something and <laughs> they actually flew out to Kenya with a you know recording studio and recorded the lines there with him just because they they wanted you that's how far that's, they're going that's the level of detail they're going to to make that sure how that far. as authentic as it is in the in the movies so that that's what you're experiencing when you're there so that you feel like you're actually in Star Wars and to me that's it's something minor but it's something that shows to but, me, their commitment and yes. what they're doing. And it's minor, but because they put so much effort into something so minor, means that this is going to be the most amazing experience Star Wars fans will will, will ever any, encounter any, in I, their I entire lives. Star Wars It'll be like the most immersive experience in another... No, not like, even Star Wars fans, like, but it's... In, another, in a fandom that we've seen. Like, Harry Potter World is dope, and it's awesome. There's, like, I don't want to take anything away from that, because what they did is great. But I, it's, I think it's this is going to blow that out of the water. I think it's going to pale it... in comparison to what we're gonna what we're gonna experience during this. So a couple of other things I really want, I want real quick, I want to mention before we move on to the next topic. Uh, so they've got a bunch of different uh, music uh, that's going to be playing throughout the park at different places during different times that make sense uh, for various reasons that they put a lot of work into, including bringing back. John Williams to create original pieces of music specifically for the park experience. Yeah, and that's awesome because I thought Episode Nine was gonna be the last bit of music thing I mean, that John Williams did for Star Wars. This right? comes out first, I guess. But oh yeah, you know yeah, what I mean? yeah. But either way, I thought the last bit of Star Wars music we would get from John Williams was Episode Nine, and that's not true. We're getting I don't know how much we're getting, but we're getting more, and I'm exci- I'm I'm very excited about that because Star Wars without John Williams, it's going to be bleak. Super, super excited. Um, then the again, one other thing I really want to bring up because I thought this was super cool. So the other part of the park is uh, an experience called Rise of the Resistance. It's completely completely immersive uh, experience. You walk out. Uh, it, it, I guess we found out today, Saturday, that it's outside of outpost the outpost, the Black Spire outposts. And there's like a resistance camp and you're walking around the resistance camp. Um, you have the, the opportunity to get captured by the first order, um, you know, so on and so forth. And even depending on what you do and the events that unfold, you could run into a certain familiar small green Jedi who they brought back Frank Oz to do the voice of. Again, just one of those things that they're really going after it on on. On this this experience, there this is going to be unbelievable. We saw a, a little trailer, a teaser trailer of what to expect coming up, and and it looked like a Star Wars movie, but it was there was no visual effects, there was no nothing. It was literally filmed on these sets and uh, on, in this park. It was insane. And, and they they showed what I think we talked about this a little bit in our. Uh, galaxy's edge podcast that we had uh talking about this stuff where the panels like the windows look like you're out in space yes and they showed like you know the resistance fleet flying in you know out coming out of hyperspace and it looked like you're literally looking at a panel into space and it was amazing and apparently that was legitimately just filmed in the set that will be the immersive experience that we're talking about with rise of the resistance the video we saw didn't have any after effects put into well, it i mean i'm sure there, there was some editing well that at least at least is what they said uh, it was literally all 100 percent what you were going to experience and i 
cannot fucking wait. I, I can't wait either. So we and before we move on, I do. So Frank Oz is coming back as Yoda. Uh, when asked about whether or not like some of the other main characters are involved, uh, he the 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 director Scott something like nodded his head essentially, and then he ended up saying something along the lines of that all your fan favorites will be there. So I think we can at least expect. Ray, Finn, Poe, Kylo. Mm-hmm. I, I, I mean, I don't. They're not going to be there. I mean, they be, may be, be like. They them, may be them. something like you know, like you know, uh, Pirates of the Caribbean, like Jack Sparrow, or they may be like videos, like actually done by the actors. I, I, I want to see. I would love to see you know Adam Driver and Daisy Ridley and John Boyega and Oscar Isaac as. Because we know at least Oscar Isaac's there, right? Because we saw in the in one of the trailers there was Oscar Isaac's X-wing uh, ship. Uh, you mean you mean Poe Dameron? Damn it! I keep saying Oscar Isaac. Yes, Poe Dameron. <clears throat> Everybody knows what I'm talking about. It's fine. He's the same. <laughs> it's fine. So I'm super excited. I think this is going to be one of the best. Like celebration was awesome, right? That's like at a level. But going to Star Wars World uh, Galaxy's Edge. Edge for the first time. Is, it's gonna is, be the one. It's gonna be definitely the best thing. Overwhelming, ever. overwhelming. I'm I'm gonna uh, uh, ball. Uh, so that was the first panel we went to. Uh, second panel, same arena. Wintrust. We stuck around, and this was the panel for uh, Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order, new video game coming up later this fall, which we now know is going to be released November fifteenth. Fifteenth, three days after Mandalorian. Why would they do that to us? They know we're going to be binging The Mandalorian. How can we possibly take time away from our busy schedules? Okay, and when we're, does, we're going to be done with Mandalorian. And when does, and when does, <laughs> and when does, uh, when does Clone Wars come out? Oh, that's a good question. Isn't that around that was, the same no, time? We'll find. We'll probably find more out more about that out to, tomorrow, tomorrow yeah. for day three after the the. So as of this recording, we don't know much else about the uh, Clone Wars final season. Or the Mandalorian, yeah, just the release date of the Mandalorian. So uh, we got to learn a little bit more about the game. We, ha- we got to hear from uh, some of the people at Respawn, uh, Which who is are really creating cool to the game. To. Like super to hear- cool to listen to. One of the so one of the things that really stuck out to me in this panel, um, well, I guess I'm kind of jumping ahead a bit. So first, we saw a lot from them, and they like they jumped immediately into passionate. a into a a trailer not immediately it was after like 10 15 minutes it wasn't the end like the other panels right right episode nine uh we didn't get the trailer until the very the last thing that we got um and and the the big juicy stuff of uh like the rest was at the end right this they were on stage for maybe 10 minutes if if not less than that and they immediately were like, "Everybody wants to see this trailer. Let's 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 show it, and then let's talk about it." So we got to see uh, the trailer, the first trailer for Fallen Order. It was not a gameplay trailer. Which my first reaction, I mean, like the, the overall, I was just like, "Is that Ian from Shameless?" I, I, I just is that <laughs> I, I don't know. I think it is. It Ian was. Joker, Joker from Gotham. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so. Uh, he, uh, Christopher, I don't remember, whatever I don't his last name is, uh, ha- is, has, uh, is playing the lead character in Fallen Order, Cal. Cal. Yep. Um, a, a who is Padawan. a Padawan who survived Order 66. We got to see a trailer, uh, it showed us some really cool stuff. It wasn't a game, pro- game play trailer. It was Little all rendered in engine. Disappointing. And um, I, I. I don't know if you guys remember, but in the expectations portion of our celebration precursor episode, I did say I wanted to see a gameplay footage, like none of this bullshit, and they showed us this bullshit, and I'm pissed. They did. I and I mean, but the fact that it's the and one of the biggest things for me is that they they said it was story driven. They said multiple times no microtransactions. That no it's multiplayer story. That is no multiplayer. Like. They know, like, and the way they said it too, it wasn't like, yeah, it's a single player. It's like, there's no multi or no in the app transaction. They, they it's said it all, it's story driven, yeah. and everyone's like cheering. So, like, they, they know said what it in the, the way fans that want. they know exactly. They know what we want. They're, they, I, they know what they're doing. They're clearly passionate yes, uh, about and this that project. That is what I was getting at earlier when I was talking about that. So, 
after the trailer, the head of Respawn, like, I, I again, I don't remember the, the I don't remember his name either. I remember the guy, I remember Stig. Stig, yeah. But he was not the head name. of Respawn. No, they brought him he's on the director to of the game. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so the and he's the done things Spawn, in the past like uh, God, of God of War three, three was the crazy. one thing that they said. But so after watch, like they've seen this trailer multiple times. They've been they've been making it. They created the art for it. They go through. I mean, you're in, you know, the the industry of creating products, right? So you know how much you see of things before people see it, right? You see it thousands and thousands and thousands. And, and of as times. the head of the company, he's he has he, and he's seen it probably more than one that. of the biggest games he's done like apex legends is a great big game but that's like all in house this there's a lot of expectation around this there's so there's a lot of responsibility right yes so either way he saw this a million times not even just him some of the other yeah. people who are up there and, too. and after, like i i think he was legitimately crying on stage because of how the 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 reaction that everybody in the audience gave and just seeing it on stage like being a fan of the the you know the the world of star wars and seeing what you are in charge of creating and given the weight and the responsibility that and the expectations uh and to have that warm response that he got from that i mean you why can, wouldn't you cry he, he, I, I almost cried because he was crying <laughs> he was clearly uh overwhelmed which just means that they're 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 putting everything into this into this game, and I'm very excited about it. I'm very excited about what they what I saw uh, about what they had to say about the game. Um, Which it's one of the things about the game is that they are introducing new. Uh, new stormtroopers, new new uh, new line of troopers. New stormtroopers, which are yes. to me the best named because we've had fire troopers, sand troopers, you snow know. troopers, flame troopers, shadow. I troopers. always like the death troopers; those are cool. Death troopers were a cool addition. Cooler. Scarif yeah. troopers. Fucking... These are these new troopers are called purge troopers, which makes complete and total sense because they're specifically trained to fight Jedi. So the whole idea was that they, when they were going through this, they thought that, okay, uh, putting a, a Jedi up against a couple of stormtroopers isn't difficult enough, uh, unless there's like 13 or 14 it, of them, and which, they found which that out you through get game overwhelmed with. Like, by building something, because they built stormtroopers first, right? Uh, in terms of enemy AI, and they found that it was just too easy. It was too easy. It wasn't, it wasn't uh, presenting which, enough of a challenge. Can we, can we talk for a second about that? Like, I, does that mean... That there are going to be some enemies, at least, that's going to be as easy to kill as if it were enemies in that's Star Wars, uh, uh, the, the Jedi, uh, Jedi, Jedi Knight, Academy. Jedi Academy. That's what I assumed. Like, you basically, like, they're one hit and done. Because we know uh, that's going like to be lightsaber base. It's, it's a lot of lightsaber action. It's third person. You're a force, it, you're a force user. You have a lightsaber. You've got force powers. You're, you're, you are a Jedi. Uh, yes. and, 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 I mean, I guess you're not... A, technically a true jedi because you never made it to that rank you're you're a force user um and a decently powerful one at that so it sounds like you're going to have a, a whole sort of realm of of villains or bad guys to fight and some of them are going to be extremely easy uh other ones like these purge troopers are not uh so the idea being that the purge troopers are kind of like the first line right they are they're they're highly trained. Yeah. They're trained to fight Jedi. Not only are they trained to fight Jedi, but they they look forward to getting a chance to fight a, a Jedi. And, and they're kind really of like the cool first too, because but, the way that they talked about that was, and, and it makes sense because, and that was the thing that I never thought about or that I always wondered about. Like Jedi, everybody knows about Jedi. Like Anakin, a slave person on Tatooine, like like are you a Jedi? Like he knows what a Jedi is, right? Yeah. Then like they're now later. After the or after the Republic falls, are thought of as traitors and blah blah blah. But like, it's not like Jedi just went away, right? The, so no, there's rumors no. of Jedi. Someone's like, "Oh my god, that's a fucking Jedi!" Like they're like, there's a traitor. So when those rumors arise, they don't just send Darth Vader, right? They don't just send the the Grand Inquisitor, right? Right. They're gonna right. send. They're not what, gonna what send. What we know now is they send these purge troopers first mm -hmm. to investigate to find out are is this person the, these are these rumors true? Right. Is this actually a Jedi? Is this worth the time to bring somebody a little more powerful in to deal with it? Or is it not? Right? And I, I thought that was a 
great addition to the story. Makes total sense, right? So, uh, um, troopers go in, and if it is deemed something that okay, we need somebody for this, then they bring other people in. Which uh, we got a glimpse at one of the larger enemies. Uh, it seems probably like and probably one of the main villains uh, in the game, which is an inquisitor. Yes, who the second sister? The second sister. That's what it was. Yes, uh, the apparently this person was. Teased and not in Clone War or Rebels, but in, uh, in, some in, in a comic. comic. Yeah. yeah, there's a comic book there. She's actually already exists, uh, and they took references from that uh, to create this character and bring her to life in this game. Uh, so essentially, the idea is the Perch Troopers come in, they see you, and then they like, hey, Inquisitor, get down here and deal with this shit. Um, so uh, it starts off where you're like in hiding. You're trying to suppress your powers. You're trying to stay under the radar. Things happen, um, and you eventually have to kind of enter in this ever-going from the fight trailer, between from Jedi see, and the It looks like Empire. he's been someone who's been in hiding and, and not showing his force. For some like time. Somebody that he knows looks like they're in danger of dying, and he saves them with the force. With like, the force. Because he like because he doesn't he can't. want him to die and doesn't so he has to and that's when I, I think it seems like that's what kicks off this you know uh, rumor of him being the forest they probably send in these purge troopers and I think one of the, and I didn't notice it like I saw them doing something but like in the trailer you see the this the this inquisitor uh, like kind of latched onto the front of a, a, of, a, ship. Of a ship that they're trying to escape yeah. in. They're trying to escape in the ship and the inquisitors kind of blocking their view uh, by being attached, like mm-hmm. being on the, the, the viewport. And I didn't catch this until they mentioned it, but this inquisitor is actually using the force to turn the, the, the steering knobs or whatever uh, of the ship to of direct ship it. To, and it looks like it's kind of just so she's going to start going in circles. So she's clearly powerful. A, she's a powerful clearly, person. uh, yeah. uh very smart and, and witty and it's going to be a formidable uh enemy and i'm super excited about this game like it's going to be the first big star wars game i've been looking forward to since battlefront and hopefully i'm not as disappointed, <laughs> disappointed as we're if it even gets released i'm not i'm if i'm not going to be uh, dude, saying that uh, until i keep saying that until 11 15 dude until november 15th i'm saying that unless i see it in the stores I don't know if it's going to be released. I don't really agree. Uh, I really don't have any worry about it not being released. You're a little more skeptical, which is probably better in the long run for most things because we've seen games close to completion that never got, that never, uh, never came out. But um, it's going to be awesome when, not if, when it if, comes out. If it comes out. Uh, and I'm super, I'm super excited about it. It also sounds like there's going to be um, uh, quite a bit of customization, even though it's a single player story. We don't know how linear, how open. Uh, and they wouldn't uh, talk about the lightsaber. Be, oh. They wouldn't talk about really much of anything. But apparently, the lightsaber that we've all seen in, in some of these images and promos has a lot to do with the story. Yeah. To the point where even the host, who was just somebody I didn't know for this particular panel, but the host uh, asked about a question about Kale's lightsaber and one of the directors of the game said, who says it's Kale's lightsaber? And then the whole stadium was like, Oh, mm. and they wouldn't give us anything else of that. Just except that it ties in very deeply very into the story, deeply and intimately into the story and that you're going to be able to customize it and upgrade it. And it's going to change uh, throughout the course of the game. I hope we can change the color because fuck blue lightsabers. <laughs> so that was, uh, I almost said the Mandalorian. I've been saying the Mandalorian all weekend. I don't know why you of, keep saying the Mandalorian. I don't know the, the Jedi Fallen because I want to know more about the Mandalorian. But so that was Jedi: The Fallen Order, um, and then after that, we didn't really have a whole like there was no obligation from there forward, right? Not really. We had already pretty much covered every inch of the exhibit hall. We did walk around a little bit more. There were spent some more money. Got some more. I got some, I some more action figures. You got your book. Um, and so we, uh, the, the next big thing we did was stand in line for the celebration store, the store. Yes. Yes. The official store, which the best part was that it took like a less than an hour to get through the line. It was not that bad at all to get through that line. I was awesome. shocked. I, I thought mean, it was going to be a lot longer. Cheers. Cheers oh, yeah. to that. Because uh, cause I was really dreading. It. No, we almost I, didn't we almost didn't. I was dreading having to wait 
hours and hours and hours and hours in line to get into the store, which we didn't even know if what was in there was going to be worth it, right? Yeah, or if they had our sizes, which a lot of the stuff they didn't have our sizes in. Uh, but the Celebration Store, I thought was still uh, it was, it was very cool. There was a lot of unique things in there. Uh, one of the things that I was very mad I didn't get, but they so they had a lot of um, there was a lot of, of flannel apparel. shirts. There's a lot of a lot apparel of apparel to begin with, right? right? And like these these kind of nicer feeling button shirts, down, button down shirts, button down collar, short sleeve shirts, right? Yeah. Kind of like Hawaiian esque, like especially the Lando, a one. little bit. So there was like the Lando one. That he wore at the end of Solo. I don't really remember it that much, but it, it looked cool. I saw someone wearing it. Um, and I, I would have bought that because that was something I, I literally could just wear and no one would know. Like, that wasn't just like a, a fancy, not fancy, but like a. You, you, by you looking know, at it, if you weren't a Star shirt. Wars fan, you wouldn't know that it had anything I'm a Star to do Wars with fan. Star I didn't know Wars. What it was. I didn't know what you know it was I mean? either. Because, I mean, I've only seen Solo a couple times, but there was a, there was. That that I would have got. Apparently, uh, that was a popular item because there was, yeah, was none gone. of those left. There was Death Star umbrellas. There was a bunch of shirts. They had like people that were ironing on shirts. They were they were screening flannels. shirts. It wasn't ironing. Screening, it was screening. Yeah, same thing. <laughs> Definitely not the same thing. But, you know. They had that pins. They had mugs. They had they had pint glass. They had they had oh, lanyards, well, which we both <sighs> bought. Uh, Celebration lanyards. So we were, and I, I'm, this wasn't bugging you as much, I think, as it was me. But uh, when we first got there, we got just like the freebie lanyards to put our passes on that everybody was getting. And I kept seeing these really cool uh, celebration lanyards that everyone was wearing, and and it had like the uh, the the main graphic that they were using for celebration uh, printed on these lanyards. And I was like, where are these people getting these? Where are they? I need one. And apparently you had to go to the store to get them. We got those. Pretty pumped about that. I'm very It's excited. a small thing. It's also, a lanyard, but I was I mean, excited. But like, <clears throat> in, in, I wouldn't have thought of this. So I go to conferences, like tech conferences all the time. Yeah. And I keep all of my lanyards I get, which I don't really keep them for the lanyards. I keep them for the badge. And I just to have it as something to, you know, look back on and, and you know, just know that you went to this conference, right? And... That's clearly something that also happens in celebrations, right? And it's it's to me, it seems to be more lanyard based. Like people were wearing multiple lanyards uh, from that, like from different celebrations. You're right, yeah. Uh, and I think that's I think that's a cool thing, and I want to start that with this. Like when we go to the next celebration, I would like to take to start off at yeah. least with get this celebration lanyard, lanyard yeah. right? And go through their store and get their lanyard and and keep that going for years, hopefully. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, so I didn't get a lot. I got a couple of t-shirts, and then I got the lanyard. Yep. You got some other stuff. I, I mean, I didn't get a lot. Um, so I got so, probably the coolest item that I kept seeing that I was debating the entire, both from day one to day two, whether or not I was going to get. And it's this very cool uh, Darth Maul hoodie, where it's essentially like shirtless Darth Maul in hoodie form. And it's, you basically, when you put it on, you look like you you're look Darth like Maul you're Darth without Maul a shirt, shirt on. on. And it's absolutely awesome. It's super red, super black. I don't want to put this in the washer with any of my whites. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, it, and I'm very excited about this. I almost didn't get it, but it was only 55 bucks, which I was expecting and, and more like 90. Super honestly, cool, because man. Of, super cool. Because it's decent quality. Yeah. I was expecting a lot more uh, money-wise. Uh, so I'm I'm really glad I got it. It was, it was awesome. I also got a shirt and the lanyard. Well, and the uh, the the hoodie was to commemorate 20 years uh, of Phantom Menace. It had like a little has like a little patch on it mm-hmm. too, because like that's another big thing too. That uh, the celebration is it's the 20 year 20 year anniversary of Episode One Phantom and, Menace. And and I'm surprised. I mean, they they were more focusing on the the Phantom Menace portion of that. But is this not the 20th anniversary of, of celebration? celebration as well? Yep. So I, like, at least that's what my, was my understanding. It might have been 1998. I should look at the stupid expenses. Well, they had celebration dash. shirts that said 20 on them. Yeah, yeah. And they were only celebrations. It wasn't specific to Phantom yeah, Menace, so that's yeah, I why I right. assumed so it, was... it was still 20. But either way, the, the the celebration store was cool. They also had one thing. I kind of wish I would have got one. I wish I would have got a lot more, but I would have been pissed if I actually got. Either way, they had like you know Death Star plant holders. They had. A they had a chewy wall mount for like you put a plant in it. And yeah, it was Chewie's face. Yeah, um, they had like these tiki hut things that like rancors. It was like a. It was the rancor, and the rancor was supposed to be like a big like stein meant to be a big yeah. stein. 
and the Rancor, Rancor had its little hand out, and there was like a tiny little Luke ceramic thing, and that's supposed to be like the shot glass or something. It was. They had oh a my lot god, of cool man. Things, man! We did not get any celebration shot glasses. I didn't see any. Though. I didn't see any either. No, I didn't either. Oh, that's like I'm one thing bummed. I always try to get is like a. Anyway. Uh, so that was the that was the Star Wars story. I'm glad that we glad got we to there. go. I'm glad. For sure. I'm glad it took less than an hour to get in because some people previously No, literally in line that waited. morning. They they were waiting. They said that they had waited over three hours the day before to get in there. I can't Fuck imagine that. waiting three hours. And from what we could tell and from what other people were talking about and from at least the cosplay, this day was a lot more was a lot busier than than day one. Oh, oh, there was way more people there uh, on Definitely Saturday than there was on Friday, for sure. Definitely way more. So, so I was, I was, I was expecting that we we literally flew way through more line. lines yeah. for uh, for for the celebration store. Yeah, thankfully we got lucky. Uh, so the only other real thing that we did, um, again, we went back out into the exhibitor floor. I bought a couple beer. more Salt. things. Got, got a more glimpse beer. of Timothy's on. We did see we, cool. we did get to see him in the in the very close yes. distance, which was pretty sweet. Uh, and then we waited, in, so they had Probably this longer. replica. It wasn't even a replica; it was a hallway, a hallway of this thing that they a little miniature bullshit set that they built of Millennium Falcon. It looked pretty cool. It was pretty sweet, but it was it was Lando's Millennium Falcon. It was Solo Millennium Falcon. You kept saying that, but the hallways were not that clean. But the inside was definitely clean, dude. The inside. Whatever it was, it so was outside, it was a makeshift version way, of a Millennium Falcon. It was literally just a single hallway. You're right. The, uh, the hallway was kind of strange. It was. It was. And, and and I don't know if you noticed, but the the little entrance to this thing, you know, so they had like the little chess mm-hmm. uh, set, outside, which they also had chess on the inside, which yeah. they're like two different ones. But then they had a seat with all these panels. Dejeric, not chess. Just point that out. Whatever, dude. Sorry, to you know, you're right. I should be, I should be, politi- I should be uh, correct um, in my terminology. The seat, though, the single person seat, that was Empire panels. That huh. was not Millennium Falcon. I recognize no, yeah, yeah. specifically no, you're right. that was Empire. It was stuff. definitely like like Death Star. <clears throat> yes, like absolutely Death Star, Star Destroyer, to like in Blast. Alderaan. Yes. Yeah. It totally was. So, so whatever. Doesn't matter. It was kind of cool. But we waited in line for like. Two fucking hours okay, to walk down not, a hallway. No, it was at most an hour and twenty minutes. It was two fucking hours, man. It was not two hours. We didn't get in that line. Whatever. I felt like it was way too long to walk that through a hallway. But the pictures were dope because <laughs> That's you true. were wearing your chewy hoodie, Our Chewbacca hoodie, uh, which is reversible and awesome. But you you had it flipped into the chewy side, and in the Dejeric portion, which again there were two. In the front side, we had you. Um, try to pull your arm out. Try to pull your arm out of your socket. Yeah. And then, and the other one, you know, just we had one where you were like I was just getting angry really mad. and I was laughing. <laughs> like, it was it was a good time. I'm I'm glad we did it. I think we're gonna like those photos, and we're gonna post most of this stuff online. Absolutely, absolutely. Um, that's that. I that think we really kind much, of wraps we, it up for day two. Art right? after that. Um, you debated getting some some art for a I long did, time. I and did, didn't. but nothing touched me. You know, <laughs> that one that right. one uh, Darth Vader print was really the cool. The Darth Vader print was cool, but it for was some out, reason they weren't selling it. But it was when I asked if it was for sale, he said no. So I don't know why it was out. Like well, then, why you have it out here if I can't fucking like? Why couldn't you buy that one that was sitting there? Like, can it's I buy like, that can one? Can you remove it? <laughs> I don't like. I don't know. Like, I'm you gonna, know, the, just the take it. Like, I'm gonna put it down here for you then, since you can't sell it anymore. I kind of still wish I would have got the other one. Uh, no, I'm. I'm glad I didn't because it one it doesn't vibe with my room very much that I have going. Oh, the Han but there was, and Leia. There one. was one that was really cool. It was Han and Leia hugging, uh, and it was them from the original trilogy hugging. It looked like a like and a playing card. Imi- yeah, it did. It looked. It was, like a, it was card. a playing card. And the mirror image of them. Was, was also hugging. Was them hugging, but it was the old versions of them in, in, in Force Awakens. Yeah, and I don't know. I just thought it was it was touching. Uh, I I think I still am, you know bummed about Carrie Fisher's passing, and you know, I just think that would have been something that would have been nice to have. I, sh- I sh- probably should have got it. They they only had two, they only made two hundred fifty of them. Well, you didn't, you dipshit. Um, I'll just go back tomorrow. <laughs> they don't check badges anyway. 
That's actually true. We did not get our badges <laughs> checked one motherfucking time. Nobody checked them. The only thing they checked was whether or not you were in a panel. A reserve uh, panel. A reserve panel. And they are they scan they scanned our QR lottery codes for so for Galaxy's Edge and for the episode nine panel. Otherwise, nobody fucking gave two shits whether or not we had a badge. We never got them checked, ever. Well, I guess it's not entirely true because they did care if you didn't have a VIP badge. That's true, because the <laughs> VIP... Yeah, that's true. Well, the, you know, they get special treatment and entrances to things and whatever. But yeah, uh, so, I don't know. That was day two. Day two was great. kind of wraps I, up day two, man. Day, so, I I don't think we talked about it enough. Day you, two, the... You got to try uh, Chicago Deep Dish Pizza. We, pizza, we went to Luminati's, which that I never had really Luminati's good. before, but I had, had uh, Deep Dish, and it was delicious. That was some of the best pizza I've had, like, ever. It was really good. The, the crust on it was, was so Spe- good. Spectacular. So, one thing real quick. I We talked about how the cosplay was good. I don't think we talked about how good the cosplay was second day. Like... Relative to day one, I don't know. Oh, it just yeah, seems so man. much better. There was a lot of well, people. there was just more of it. There's right? just more people. There, we saw a K2SO that was unique and weird. We saw so many. We different, didn't talk least, about the R2 that we saw. Oh, we oh day one. This R2, guy yeah. built this R2. It took him two years, and it did everything. Literally to the it, point it, where like it, it, it could have kill you. It could have been used on the set of Star Wars if if it, they really wanted it to. It, it, all of its little levers and, and, and its handles. It had, a, it had a freak out mode where like all the panels would open and it would and, and it would like it would do like the R two scream the, the, the R2 and scream. I don't know why I would try even that. its little like zapper that it used to zap um, uh, salacious crumb. Yeah, salacious crumb with uh, in in Return of the Jedi. It had that on it, and it was actual sparks coming out of this it, thing. Like, like it I was didn't the see most the sparks because I was charging my phone, but like I heard it and I was like, oh my! I was like, shit! They actually have. The legit sparkler over there—that's like some crazy shit. It's most realistic R two D two I've ever seen in my uh, in my life. Uh, that was pretty sweet. Um, but but yeah, the overall level of the costumes that people some had, thrones, and... some uh, the, the the level of detail in the stormtrooper gear and the the Mandalorian galore, Mandalorian armor galore. It was and there awesome. was there was like a, a lot of creativity too because there was like. It wasn't just straight up Mandalorians and straight up storm stormtroopers. We it wasn't saw, just Boba Fett. And we Jango saw Fett. Mulan Delorean. It was somebody dressed <laughs> up like Mulan, but she had uh, Mandalorian armor on, and there was like Mushu on her like shoulder, and like like that was cool. And they one had, of the funny uh, ones I um, saw was um, not Mandalorian wise, but a, a scout trooper with little Ewok teddy bears like glued all over his body, so that it looked like. <laughs> It he was, was being attacked of, by you know Ewoks attacking, attacking him and and trying to take him down and it was it was fun. he would pose in a funny way yeah, yeah. Um, there was gigantic Wookies just massive I mean I'm sure some of them were on stilts but maybe some of them were just giant people like that uh, I saw Manosaur. some of them where they were clearly on stilts by the way that they were walking some of them though I think that they were actually just, just giant big people. motherfuckers man like and these Wookie costumes they looked like what they would like, use would in the actually movies. use in the movie yeah yeah 100 yeah. percent. speaking of which remember that guy we were standing in line looking at that store and they had a replica wookie uh chewbacca head for 2500 dollars, and he was like yep i'll take that i'm like the kind of money these people have to just, just spend on shit like that like, back. like we talked about this <clears throat> privately but just to be a millionaire and come back to something like this and to just oh yeah i'll take that thirteen hundred dollar uh, replica of County Goose lightsaber. Sure, yeah. Why not? Yeah. Oh, oh. Do I want this uh, Mace Windu replica hilt that was signed by Samuel L. Jackson for twelve thousand dollars? Yep, I'll take it. I, what the fuck? Some of the artwork. Some of the artwork was huge and insanely awesome. Like, yeah, I would love it. But I'm sorry, I'm not gonna pay thirty-one thousand dollars for this painting of, of Luke, <laughs> unless I have millions of dollars, which I would totally do it. Like, what, I mean, you, what else are you gonna spend it on besides charity? Because that's what you should do, right? <laughs> I don't know. You don't have that much fucking money. Uh, so that's pretty much day two. Um, tomorrow, day three. Uh, we're not gonna be there, but we're on the on our car ride home. We are gonna be streaming. A uh, couple of important panels. Number one being the Mandalorian panel. Super excited about that. I really hope that they have a trailer for us. I would assume that they would have a trailer. They, they're going to have to have a trailer, trailer right? for us. 
Uh, and then the Clone Wars panel. We're getting the final season of Which, Clone Wars. Again, the, we're ending it the way that they wanted uh, to end it. And we've already seen a trailer. Have we? Yeah, we have. It was small. There wasn't a lot in it, but we I want to see more. one. I want to see more. But and I think this, I think episode or this season, season seven, I believe it is, would be the one that, like you said, t- ends it the way they want to. And I hope that it ties directly into episode three. Like I hope that the last like, episode is, is them the going up to yeah, is is them like leading into the battle of Coruscant, that the very be beginning amazing. of episode three. That's what I was expected. How I was always expected it to end, and when it when, ended, it's how the original Clone Wars ended. Exactly, the original, the original ones uh, en- ended that way. Count Dooku, uh, yeah, taking him up to a ship, and then, boom, Battle of Coruscant, which I expect it to happen similarly uh, in season seven. That wraps up our celebration. Uh, I don't know Star Wars celebration Chicago twenty nineteen was. One of the most surreal experiences in my life. I've been waiting for this literally my entire life. And it was all I could ask for and more. Honestly. And more. Like, I, and more. I don't want to be too mushy or whatever. But, like, and you always, I don't know, I hear people talk like this all the time. And it's like, oh, yeah. They're just saying, like, I'm not just saying that. Like, this was amazing. Absolutely I had so much fun. Incredible. I wish I had more days. I'm exhausted. You know, I want to go to bed so right tired, now. So tired, You know man. what I mean? But I want to go back tomorrow. But we can't. We have to, we have to leave I mean, we could, because again, they're not checking tickets, but, <laughs> but like, you know, we had to go back tomorrow. So I can't wait to do this again. I really can. And, and to do a five day pass and to definitely spread it out going back to not, I don't know about five do, days. Well, you could not do it all in, in two days. Like we did, you know, you could, you could spread it out a yeah. little bit more. Yeah, exactly. Right. Right. We only had two days. We didn't so have we're to, trying to spend do all day on the floor panel oh, on the exhibitor yeah. floor both days you know what i mean like right. you, you could you could spread out but and and i would love to do like i'm inspired to want to do cosplay or to to, to invest in something that's unique or something that's fun to to do because like the the reaction that people that i saw people have when you go up to them like no one's like, no, don't. Well, I did see one guy that like, like, I'm not taking a picture with you. That was weird. But most people were, are excited to take a picture with you. Most people are excited to show off their hard work and doing what they've been, you know, gearing up for for years to to come to this to show you their crazy armor, or whatever it is. And that to me, I, I could see myself wanting to do that. Absolutely, and. Um... You know, I'm glad we didn't try to do it this year. It was fun to sit back uh, and take it all in and be able to experience it because people got stopped a lot. And when you're going to do that kind of thing, you're going to get stopped. And even if we go back next time and we do a five-day pass, maybe one day we do cosplay and that's all we do. We just walk around, yeah. take pictures with people, yeah, yeah. do that kind of thing. And then next day we don't dress up and actually get to experience some of the other things. You know what I mean? Be like celebrities um, in the way that they walk around celebration boys. <laughs> oh, real quick, that reminds me of another cosplay that I saw. It was amazing. You're going to have to help me out with the name of this character, but he's from Rogue One, the blind guy. Oh, uh, Ch- Chirrut or Irrit. Ir- uh, Goddamn, the, the, the blind monk. Yes, the blind monk. Yes. Uh, oh my, the like that was amazing. He not only did he look like the actor, his costume was legit. His staff, his walker was legit. And his he had, mo- his hand movements. His mo- and he had his he had contacts in that made it look like he was blind. And and like you went to go take a photo of him, right? And I I saw him look at you, and then kind of like look up a little bit. So like he was doing. He, he, he was all he like on that. looked and at me great. to see and the, but then he looked off in distance like so it would look like he was blind when I was taking it was his perfect picture. it was one of the that definitely that was one of was the better highlight ones. for me yeah because and and it was it was those contacts like and it, it was the whole thing. It, it was everything it was a combination of everything he got he got all the parts right if I were to do a costume like to me it would have to be something unique like that like I didn't see too many of his characters I didn't see too many Jin Ursos we saw literally one Jin Urso saw one. Uh, you know, I, I would want, we saw one, like, this would be a cool one, like an Obi-Wan Clone Wars. We saw one Anakin one, Clone Wars. Anakin Clone Wars with like, their, with their so Clone like, Wars armor. We saw a lot of Revan. Like, I would love to do a Revan. I would, like, that would be one of my favorite, but there's just so many. There, there's a lot like, of Revan because he's so popular. Like, everybody loves super him. super unique one. Only saw one Asajj Ventress. Uh, yeah. 
she which was I didn't dope. get a picture of because it was, I didn't either. Oh, she was walking okay. away, and she was with the she Anakin in, like Clone Wars. She was, you know, bald hair. She had the lights fully painted the the dope lightsabers. She actually had. I don't know if you got a close look. Yeah, but it was actual. I, I, I saw her I actual hilts so yeah. and every, like it was awesome. But yeah. Overall, amazing experience. I can't wait to one do it best, again. One of the best times of my life, honestly. It was great, and to to experience that with my my homeboy, my homeboy Sean, my co-host. Cheers, buddy. Cheers, dude. What a time. All right, I think that's gonna wrap it up. We'll uh, we'll catch you guys later. Talk later about uh, the trailer and some more content, the Mandalorian, and all sorts of things that are coming out of Star Wars Celebration. This is gonna be a huge year for Star Wars. The, so there's one of much, the best years of all time. Much, much more to come. I'm getting married. We have all sorts of Star Wars. It's great. What a year. Thank all right, guys. guys. Peace.